All right, everybody, we have gotten out of the theater and we are going to discuss <laughs> this movie known yeah. as Suicide Squad. So, um, yeah, we got some things to say about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but you know, we're going we're gonna to be fair. We're not going to be so petty. We're going to actually... Talk about the things we liked about the movie. Some let Nick uh, you, Nick liked it more than me. So I'm gonna let Nick kind of start off with some of the things he liked in the movie. Yes. So uh, preference. This is gonna be chock full of spoilers. So yes. if you haven't seen the movie, uh, go out and see it, and then come back and listen to this review from Megashine. Um So initially, I thought I liked the uh, the part uh, the initial beginning of the movie where they were explaining everybody's backstory um as far as the villains i liked um the enchantress uh certain parts of it um i liked there was a lot of action typical of a summer movie um i thought it was enjoyable uh of course i loved amanda waller uh Viola Davis knocked that out the park and Mm -hmm. I could actually watch a movie of just Amanda Waller and that's it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I, I like the action like I said and it was I thought it was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, you know, I really enjoyed Amanda Waller. I I love Viola Davis. She can play any character to me. Uh, but she gave this character so much, and I I was afraid of her because uh-huh. I was like, this heifer is not playing. She is like, we gonna do what we gotta do, and you don't like it, <laughs> too bad for you. Like that's how she came across. Right. Um, she was ruthless. She was just deadly. She was. I, I found her. I was like, I was kind of attracted to her. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, oh, you can, I don't know why I'm attracted to you know, uh, this character and she's a woman, <laughs> but I was attracted to her. I think she was intoxicating to watch. Um, like you, if it was a movie about how she got started, um, then I would have been fine with that. It could have been a movie where it was like how she started with a team and it failed, but I would have right. loved to just watch her in action and how she rose to the power that she rose because I don't feel like we got to know that a little bit, but I loved her character um, hmm. I, 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 the Enchantress was interesting because I, I've said this before. I love witchcraft, witches, and all that type of stuff. I like that concept. Um, I, 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 I like that. You know, I, I guess the enchant, like what I thought the Enchantress was, was, was somebody who just knew some spells. Cause I think the original one was like that. That's uh, what I thought as well. I yeah. thought it was somebody. Like a, uh, like a, a Santana, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Like a willow, you know, like somebody who's like tinkering with magic. Um, mm-hmm. They know a little bit here and there, um, but I know it'll be like this. I, I kind of like that concept of it, but I couldn't help but to laugh about it because she was basically um, giving me Akasha from Queen of the Dam when she was doing all that dancing and all that stuff, casting these spells. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, girl, you you must knew Akasha because you still in her moves. That's what Akasha was doing when she right. walked into that bar and was killing people just like that. So I was like, are you giving me a little bit of Reby Jackson and Centipede? But besides <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that's for the old kids in the house. But right. But um, yeah, I just I just felt like. I like that character, but I, I that that was, and you know I enjoyed Will Smith, but he was Will Smith though. You yeah, know? you know what? I'm not. This is gonna sound a, a shocker, but I'm not a much of a Will Smith fan. Oh, I, he's. I mean, I, granted, I enjoy some of his roles, like in Independence Day mm-hmm. and Men in Black, and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to the movies. Because Will Smith is in the movie, yeah. Like I went to the movies because a it was a DC film, b Viola Davis was in it, 
and see there were villains. It was about villains. Yeah. I didn't go, oh my God, it's Will Smith, I gotta go see it. And I'm like, yeah. he was just, you know, I have to sit through him. And <laughs> I didn't like the fact that it was mostly, um, <clears throat> he was in almost every scene, mm-hmm. which I'm like, uh, I mean, Deadshot is not particularly that much of a uh, a villain that I wanted to see, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if I got to, I mean, I got to. Yeah, I feel like they just put him in because it was Will Smith, and he probably, you know, Will Smith owns Hollywood <laughs> in some ways, so I feel like they just put him in because you know they, they needed to put him in. But I, it's funny because they talk about like the majority of the people who watched the movie, well, 41% of the viewers were black and Latino. And I made a joke that most of us went for Viola. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I know Will Smith is a draw and I think that's what they got him for. And, you know, there was parts I got with it. I, I was like, okay, but I feel like I was watching, this is Will Smith though. I wish they would have chose maybe a different actor. Um, some people talked about Idris and I don't know if Idris would have been, I don't want, I don't want Idris in a DC movie. I know that sounds horrible. I don't want him, and I don't think this would have done Idris any good. I probably would have liked to right. seen someone else because, yeah, like you're saying, Deadshot to me is a villain I didn't really, I don't really cape for. So I just like, okay, well, you're you're that. Um, so I mean, like I, I there's some parts that I, I like the fact. The the funny thing is, I like the fact that his daughter was black. Mm-hmm. She was not mixed. Or, you know, something else. I, I Because, you right. know, there's other actors um, who will be in movies like San Andreas. And, you know, they have like a white wife or whatever. But I like the fact that, and I think because Will's a bit more woke, mostly because of Jada. So I think that oh, right. know, it's going to be, I like the fact that his, his daughter was black, if that makes any sense. But I like that she was a brown girl. Um, yeah. Versus anything else. But that, I, and some some of the scenes... We're pretty. A side note, why was he dressed like he stepped out of the Wild Wild West? You know, I was sitting there thinking, like, first of all, um, am I watching Hookers at the Point? Because <laughs> he and his pimp hat and look, I was like, okay, why are you and your daughter? This is why she's questioning you, questioning you. Because you look like a damn pimp, you know, and then your mama go out at night. I'm like, what does your mama do? Right, that's like, what I was wondering. I was like, oh, is she a lady of the night? Yeah. She... Yeah. Because we went in the house, well, I look at the coats, there was a fur coat hung up. And I was like thinking, okay, so it's a fur coat hang up in the house. She goes out in the night. She's not doing well. Y'all are poor. So, mm. Right. And I was two like, plus two. But then I'm like, why are y'all poor when he's getting $2 million to kill people? But I was like, okay. <laughs> I was sitting there like... I- <laughs> Okay, so I guess what we're going to do is just go into the cons because we're already in the cons. Right. Unless uh, unless you had something else you really liked about, what was your, some pros? Um, I like the uh, the little cameo of The Flash. Yeah. They, they said that it was going to be another, they were hinting at looking another superhero that was going to be introduced. And I never, I saw the headline, but I never did read the, uh, the article. Mm-hmm. And so it was a nice little surprise. Um, yeah. The part where Amanda Waller, when they actually found out who they're saving, and it was her, and she's telling everybody to wipe the hard drives, yada, yada, yada. And she just, after they said, we're done, she pulls out her guns and just starts murking folks. I'm like, did she really just execute her own team? She's like, well. It has to be clean. <laughs> it beats like that sometimes. Yeah, and it was funny because they made me think about um the movie The Point of No Return or La Femme Laquita, the remake of that, where they had a cleaner that was like, okay, when something like this happens, it goes wrong, you have to come and clean up this, and that means uh-huh. taking out even the people that you have hired. I thought that was kind of that was neat. Cause I was like, dang, she is no joke. This is ha- this has to be so deep. It's deep, as she said. Um, we threw them in the hole and we threw away the hole. So it's like. I I really that helped me understand who she was as a character. So I did yeah. appreciate that. She was not that bitch. She was that other bitch. And she was, and she was not playing. So right. gonna, let's get into the cons. Um, yeah, I would say that I didn't like the way Will dressed. I just felt like that was kind of distracting. But 
one of the things I and there there are several things I found fault with this movie because there was just pieces that didn't really add up. Uh, I'm going to go to kind of the things that struck out to me was the treatment of people of color in this film. I did not like the fact that when we had a Native American character Slipknot, um, and the actor, I've, I always had a crush on him because he's been, I think it was Smoke Signals. He was in that movie or something, a few others. I think he was in Sleepy Hollow too at one point. Um, I was like, okay, Slipknot's in it, and then they killed him just like that. And I, and I and I get they were trying to make an example of what happens if you betray them. But a part of me was like, why him though? Well, why? I mean, the person of color, Native American, which you rarely have in your movies anyway. Right. You kill him. I also had an issue with Diablo. And, you know, I mean, but, you know, you know, I'm put him in the the pro. I enjoyed that character. I like that he had a little bit more depth than any of the other characters. I felt appreciated that. But I hate that he was kind of a trope. He was kind of that. You know, Latino from, you know, down the street in my, you know, down the street in my neighborhood type of person. He has a very effed up storyline. I mean, you know, he uh-huh. killed his family by mistake, but um, I didn't like that he sacrificed himself. I didn't like that he had to die when he was going through his Phoenix effect uh, <laughs> where, he was, where he was like, oh, this is what you can do. And now you're dead. He may be back. He may not be dead. But I was like, right. why he had to sacrifice himself fighting this brother? That okay? And then I was like, well, I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that um Katana was reduced to a trope too. You know, speaking broken English, um, being very the ninja type. You know, and Katana. For those who have read the comics, Katana has over thirty years of history. In the comics, she was a member of the Batman and an outsider. She was an outsider. She's been in different groups. Um, she has an interesting backstory, and we didn't really get much. We got a little bit about the sword holding souls and her husband, but we really didn't get that much else. And I was like, I struggled with, if you're not going to use her, why use her? So I was like, eh. So the way they treated some of the people of color in the movie, I, I just wasn't fans of, especially the way they got Slipknot. Because again, when you have a Native American character, you kill them off. It's <laughs> I just didn't, I I didn't, I, I just felt a certain way about that. So right, like yeah, that, that character, uh, that actor's name uh, that played Slipknot was Adam Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, it was. Kind of, I wanted to see what Slip. I don't. I wanted to see what Slipknot could do, not just run away and then get his head blown off. Yeah. Um, I wish they could have. You, I wish uh, Katana would have had more lines um, instead of being reduced to like maybe two minutes worth of lines. Uh, I did like. I wanted her them to expand on her backstory because I think it's really interesting, especially uh, the sword which traps souls. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I had an issue with uh Harley Quinn, mm. not so much as um how she was portrayed, but more or less with the accent, because uh, Margot Robbie, Robbie, uh, she kind of the accent was there that New Jersey, I. Upper North East accent, but it wasn't consistent. She would sometimes do it, she sometimes wouldn't. And I was like, okay, if you're going to do it, do it. If not, you know, just speak regular. And I also had a, a issue with how they dressed her. Like they said that she was wearing hot pants. That honestly looked like a enlarged thong she was wearing and i know they're playing up to the straight white well not the straight not straight white but straight demographic of comic book nerds but still you don't have to wear barely nothing to be sexy so i kind of like uh, yeah i was bothered with her because you know and they did show the original costume and 
it made me it, it made me realize like you know we went from her in this costume to this costume we have now this whole mm, and to me that as you would say that did play to you know the, the the bros that that play that played to them because I'm like she does not need to do that she does not need and in Harley was never if you read Harley and a lot of us grew up with Harley th- mostly through the cartoon that's where she actually appeared she was created by Bruce Tim and she was for the cartoon so we was used to her being fully clothed um and still dangerous and deadly however it just felt like what they did in this movie was sexed her up here she was. You know, dropping and 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 popping and all that stuff in one right. scene, wearing these skimpy clothes, and I felt like she didn't really own her own agency in some ways. I just felt like she was like, "You are a smart, educated woman. You are you were a doctor, um, and yet, yeah, you got seduced by the Joker. You know, I you know stuff happens, but it, <laughs> it's, but the fact that she became. Uh, she became more of a, a, an object. She wasn't more of anything else. Think about all of the times you saw her and the way they capture her um, in the scenes. Like the one of the big scenes when she was changing into her outfit was everybody was watching her. And I was like, everybody's watching her? Everybody? Could it have been like just a few, you know, like watching? And I was like, okay. Um, and I just felt like they just kind of sexualized her to the point where it was like, I don't really care about her because you put her here as a, as, as eye candy, not as a dangerous person to be reckoned with. And I felt like it would have been nice if they would have actually kept her in a different outfit, not this one. Cause this one just felt like spring break 84, you know? Right. And I'm like, I just, I just wasn't into this character. I didn't like, I like her cause she did a good job playing her. I just wish it would have been different. And the neat thing about um, uh, Margot is she did talk about, I think she talked about in a couple of articles how she was frustrated with the relationship between her and Joker because why would she be with Joker? She's an independent woman. She wouldn't. And I was like thinking, yeah, you know, that's a good point because that relationship was ridiculous. It's right. And the way those are not relationship goals, by the way, how Joker treats her. Those, if you think that is the relationship goals that you want to be in, then I'm gonna need you to seriously reevaluate what you think, because that is the that it's just terrible how he treats her. Yeah, and I just didn't and and to jump on the Joker really quick, I before I well before I get on that, I wanted to say with her, I just felt like that we got too much sexy um, Harley and not really. Um, the Harley that we grown to respect and enjoy. We didn't. We just got more of the sexed up version, and I feel like that's. I don't know if they didn't feel like they that you know the boys would enjoy her if she was tougher, but I think that they would have. I mean, I think about Kill Bill. Many people enjoyed um, Beatrix being fully clothed and kicking ass at the same time. You know, not really being an object because she wasn't looked at as a sexy person. She was looked at. A woman on, you know, out to get her revenge. I would have liked to see Harley in that type of sense. Like I'm out here, um, I'm just, you know, insane, and I'm enjoying being. I'm enjoying the time because I really don't want to say she's insane. I think she's just free from the restraints of being a proper woman. I think she wanted to be free and loose in a way that it's no consequences for for being evil per se. I would have liked to have seen that type of Harley versus oh I'm sexy look at my boobs look at my booty hole you know all that like, right. I got to a point where it's like all these butt shots all these because I really don't at first I'm going to be honest I don't even know why she was even in it because there were other women in Suicide Squad they could have picked yeah and they picked her and it makes me wonder they picked her because yeah she's a popular character and she's sexy so they want to just let's do that so the boys won't be disappointed <laughs> yeah I'm I'm kind of over the uh, put the the woman in the overly sexy role just to draw in people it's just we get it yeah now move on to something else 
Now, along those same lines, let's talk about Joker. Mm. Uh, this Joker, I was... <sighs> I really don't have much to judge since he was only in the movie, like, I don't know, what, 10 minutes, if that. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, okay, uh, he did okay, but he's not going to be better than, let's say, Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. He was, I had an issue with, what was he, why was he wearing all these jewels when he uh, was in the the club and Common's character came and meet him? Uh, he was wearing all these jewelry and these rings, like he was stepped out like a a Biggie Smalls video. I'm like, what is going on with all this jewelry? Yeah. That I was like, okay, he he gave it, you know, the old college try, but I'm gonna have to see more. I I was, I mean, <laughs> again, I don't I don't know why he was even in it either, because I'm like. I feel like he was put in there again for the draw, but yet there was no need for the Joker in this movie. There was no need for the Joker. I'm just going to say it. There was no need for the Joker in this movie. Joker's never really played a, a, a role with the Suicide Squad. And if I'm missing something, you know, please correct me, but I just feel like he, did, he didn't really need to be there. He could have been like a part of her origin, yes. But he was doing too much, and he had too much power like oh this whole part of the town there in you know that whole city part they're in you know hell but he figures out how to get in and he figures out how to hijack a plane and i'm like okay so you can do all these great things joker but and then you bust her out of jail or you you know you i'm like okay you i'm like really i i his i guess the way they played him up was like he could do anything and i'm like that's not Joker was that person who can do things, but it was just so much. I was like, okay, you doing too much. You should not really be in this movie. I would have rather seen all this in the Batman movie you would be in. But you were right. put, it's like they added him in there for too, it was just too much. It was like when somebody, you know, put sugar in sweetened cereal. That's what they did. It's like <laughs> you put more sugar in these Apple Jacks. So I'm like, okay. So I just felt like it was just too much. I didn't really care for him. Um, I didn't really care for him as a character. I just felt like the Joker to me, like the Joker wasn't really a, like they made Joker come off like he's a gangster, like <laughs> like he's Nino Brown. They made they made him like <laughs> Nino Brown, and I'm like, that's not who the Joker is. I'm like, okay, he's not really Nino Brown. You know, he did things because if you you know, the Joker was like, I don't care about money. I don't care about none of this. right. I just like to do stuff. Like he always was like, my his main thing was the bat. It was never anything else. He calls chaos just for Batman's attention. You know, secretly he wants to sleep with Batman. That's my personal belief. But that's what he always did crazy things for. It was mostly about, you know, like because I can do it. But you know, I want the Batman's attention. But he was never big about money. If you remember, in um, I think it was Batman. Oh, I can't remember that that version of the Batman because it was so many of these Batman movies, where he would he burned a stack of money. He was just burning it, and so why would he be you know at this club talking to Common? I think that was Common. All this stuff, and then like having Harley, you know, doing her best. Um, I don't know, doing her best King of Diamonds act. I just felt like <laughs> we were just like, okay, Joker. So I didn't think that we even needed the Joker in it. I thought that he was just excess and just too much yeah um, my joker my all-time favorite joker is when mark hamill voices him Mm -hmm. that's bar none and so i felt that uh jared leto was trying to compete with heath ledger's and mark hamill's joker Mm -hmm. but it was like you're yeah, well, just wait. Just wait a while. You don't have to throw everything at us at once, you know. Yeah. And was he wearing a grill? It looked like it, or it looked like he was like certain teeth were. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was okay. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe next time he'll 
get it right. But this, it was too little to give like a, oh, he did a, a great job. So he needs a, a little bit of work on it. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about Cara Delevingne's and the Enchantress. <laughs> now, typically, models don't have necessarily a good track record when it comes to acting. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, Tyra Banks, uh, Cindy Crawford, um, some others that when they get into movies and whatnot, it, it just like kind of falls flat. Um, my initial thoughts on the Enchantress, I'm glad she didn't have a lot of lines. Yeah. Because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to go for, I wasn't looking for this acting role of a lifetime for Kara to be, you know, giving us these Oscar winning performance. Um, what she gave was okay. Uh, when she had to keep on saying Enchantress, I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it. You don't have to, why do you keep on saying it again? Um, I like the initial scene where she was uh, in the room with Amanda Waller and the other uh, military officials. Mm-hmm. And she transformed. That was cool. Um, I didn't. I didn't understand. We didn't get any kind of backstory about her brother. He was just known as brother. I didn't <laughs> get. Any, I didn't get any kind of name from him. Yes. Um, yes. Like, that, where did yeah. he come from? That's what I was saying because they didn't mention her. They never said that. Um, when they when they did her story, they talked about how she was this. And that's why I make a joke about her and Akasha, because of Akasha, we knew that it was her husband. We knew that. We knew that right. both of them ruled back then, and they both turned into Alabaster, or whatever that was, at one point because of who they were. But he was never mentioned, and it wasn't really explained like, what her plans were, because all of a sudden she was like, I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, doing what? Like, who was this man you just chose? And how is this? Because I thought she said brother. I thought she was going after Amanda's brother. And I was like, oh, that would have been interesting. Because I would be like, oh, I got your brother, so let me go or something. I don't know. But got this one man and her brother. And I'm like, uh, uh, okay. And then her, what, her goal or her plan didn't make sense to me either. I'm like, I'm not sure what happened. And then they try to explain when she went rogue. It's like that scene didn't add up to what was explained. And then yeah, that just... didn't make much sense how she got away. And I thought that uh, Rick Flagg was supposed to... There was a lot of inconsistencies that didn't add up. And I'm like, but why? That's <laughs> my main question is why? But... Yeah, that's why I was sitting there. I was like, um, so I don't. I was sitting there like, so your plan. But where did your plan come from? Because I was sitting there like, where did your plan come from? Like, what are you trying to do? I mean, were you just mad or? Right. I, I'm confused. Like I'm, I'm. And then she said, uh, she was like, oh, I'm going to use machines. I'm like, well, hey, if you say you're using machines, how come you're starting to destroy everything? That really didn't make any sense. Like. Uh-uh. Uh, the more I think about it, the more the plot hole widens. So it just, it really didn't make any sense. No, it, it it just got to a point where I was like, I'm not understanding what her goal was. But then it got to a part where I was like, okay, so let's go, let's go into the original thought of the Suicide Squad. Because when they were discussing it, they was like, so what if Superman decides to, you know, tear off the building and kill everybody or kill the president or whatever? And I was like, okay, but didn't y'all just have a big national worldwide funeral for him? Like, everybody's in love with him. You got a statue of Superman. So I get that all now all of a sudden, what if he going to do this? So let's create this group. When I thought about it, I was like, okay, so that's, that's interesting that that's what y'all came to. And I, I kind of get it. Like, but what did Superman ever do to kind of made you think that something would go this way? I was like, okay, so Superman is your first thing. But not Lex Luthor. He was not even mentioned. Uh-huh. I thought that was interesting, too. I was like, so y'all more worried about Superman, but not really about Lex Luthor and what he actually caused. 
that was interesting to me. Um, I get they looking at it like he's a like Superman's super powered meta human whatever, so we need super powered meta humans, and I was like okay, um, great. But what made you pick these particular people? Because you picked some that were not meta humans, mm-hmm. and then you picked because the only ones who were not were Diablo, Killer Croc. And technically, the Enchantress. Right. But everybody else were human? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Deadshot doesn't really have any powers. He's just really good with guns. Yeah. So Uh, I was sitting there like, so you, that's your choice. But you also had files of the superpower people. So I was like, so why we, I, I, I was, I was not, I was not. Hmm. I was not really trying to. I'm not really understanding why we had to go dark to find these characters. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, so you need to find villains. But what made you believe that you need to go to villains first? Why wouldn't you start with let's find some heroes? Because we have files on Flash. Right. Uh, we've talked to Batman. So, because Amanda knows Batman, because she gave him the tip about um, Will Smith. So I was like, well then. Couldn't y'all like figure out who are the good folks? Because the Flash has apparently been acting, you know, as a hero for a while. So you can't tell me that you couldn't find a bunch of good ones with powers that you could have been watching or like maybe coaxing and becoming a, a group. Like you know how the X Men had a group before Storm came, but they they had a middle group before after Gene and Scott and before Storm and Wolverine. They had a group, and then after them they had the New Mutants. You couldn't tell me y'all couldn't figure out a good group. They all had to be a bad group. So I'm like, uh, that that part to me didn't really come together. Um, and then again, you finding more humans than metahumans was interesting too. <laughs> like, okay, so if you're gonna fight Superman, who on your team you got who's gonna fight Superman? Right. Who's gonna actually hold a candle? To <laughs> yeah. Superman? Who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna be that person? Enchantress. That's the closest right. you're going to get. And let's back up a little bit. Like, exactly where was this movie supposed to fit in in the timeline? Because it seemed like it was going to, it was supposed to be before Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. But if Superman is already dead, then why have this movie to begin with? You know what I mean? It yeah. just, like, the timeline seems weird. Yeah. And, yeah, they need to clean that up. Because they didn't clean it up, and it just felt like it was... I'm not understanding again. It just did not come off to me like they were aware of what they were doing. Um, it just felt like they, they, just wanted, they just wanted this rock-out movie, and I'm like, eh. Uh-huh. Speaking of rocking out, the soundtrack. So, the soundtrack to me was just for me too much it was like all the popular songs you can think it was just so popular e it was very hipster not hipsterish it was just very pop culture ish and i felt like they were trying to copy um gardens of the galaxy because they have a soundtrack to you know to that right. movie but it but the, even the soundtrack has you know a story to it and and gardens of the galaxy that was the tape that his mom made for him before she died and so that's all he knows you know that's all the music he knows before he was thrust off to space so it made sense for that music to be playing in that movie because that's what ties into the story this was just kind of like a mtv video you know you know whatever whatever i was like okay y'all really trying a lot with this music i get what you're trying to do but it was just too much i was almost expecting you know you know slam <laughs> the right. pop out, da 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 da. Right. Let the boys be. I was all like, "That's gonna come out next. <laughs> That's gonna come out next. Watch, and I'm gonna be mad." Um, yeah, it was. It was like too on the nose. Like we get it. They're supposed to be these irreverent characters that we hate to love and we love to hate. Um, the music, like when they started playing Bohemian Rhapsody, I rolled my eyes so far. Back yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, can they pick something of all the music that has ever been made 
they have to pick this one. And I'm not shitting on the song. It's just so done to death. Like, yeah. come on. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, y'all using this mo- this song, and I'm like, okay, I'm, mm. like, come on. I feel like they were trying to do everything that was so, that made Marvel movies a hit. They tried to do it with this, and I know that, and there was a lot of reshoots and everything, and someone said they only had six months or whatever to get this together. I was like, well, if, personally, DC, if y'all knew you had this amount of time, maybe you should have been like, you know what, let's not put this movie out right now. Right. Let's maybe work on putting Wonder Woman out. That's nice to have at least the big three have their movies out. Maybe have... And then maybe do Justice League and then do Suicide Squad because I would have understood, like, okay, we got these superpower heroes running around here, but what if they all go rogue? At least we need to have some type of group to knock them down. Or, you know, maybe have... Maybe nothing to do with the superpower groups. Maybe they just want to have their own Justice League to take care of some of the dark matters that nobody else wants to take care of. Like, it could have been like, well, Superman and Batman, they're not going to kill. So let's get a group that will do what we need to be done. I would have understood that, but I just didn't understand. Again, it goes back to the purpose of what they were doing and who they picked. And then, you know, when we... (laughs) When, you know, they got into the city of hell, the hell mouth, wherever they were, whatever. Um... Hell, like I was like, why do you have all these soldiers with them? If <laughs> it was like, let me, it was like the soldiers are with you. I'm not really understanding why. I, I didn't like you said. I think that they um, they should have waited to release this movie, and maybe through you had the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, maybe introduce a couple of the villains in the movie, mm-hmm. and then have. The Suicide Squad, uh, but uh, if I'm, I'll play devil's advocate. If they were to go that route, then Suicide Squad would be what 2000, let's say 2019, maybe 2020 before it was released. And I know, understand that they want to compete with Marvel, but I don't know. It felt like a little. They were banking on this movie so much to be so good, and mm-hmm. they put all of this stuff in it. That it just really didn't pan out, but you know that's sometimes it be's like that. Yeah, and and I like I said, I get what they were trying to do. I get that they were trying to make this thing, you know, all these make it great, make it fun, but at the end of the day, it just did not gel. It just, it just didn't, and I just didn't understand again. The plot holes, that's what just kept getting to me, like the plot holes. Like, I don't understand what this team was trying to accomplish. And where were the other heroes? That was the other question. Like, we saw Flash, we saw Batman. But when all the stuff was going down, there was no heroes to be found? Like, yeah, nobody... Was in Justice League and Justice League, uh, in DC in general, all those heroes, not Nan wanted to be found? Yeah, I was sitting there like, okay, so... Um, all right, so this is happening in a big city. And none of them could be seen trying to fight, trying to help, trying to do anything. Like, <laughs> I am yeah. so confused. Yeah, it just... And what, what city were they in? Were they in Midway City or yeah, I think that, sometime? I think they were in Midway. And so I was like, okay, so... But Batman and them are still close. And so I was saying, like... Right, he's close enough to take the bridge. Yeah. So, um... (laughs) I was like, okay, so... Okay, so there's something going down in the city. They're sent there to take care of this thing right away. Because think about how they got them round up. Because they were still in the jail cells, too. Even after they'd been visited. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, so they've been visited by everybody. So I would have thought that get them out... And maybe have them in a facility already, but they didn't. They had to go break. They had to go get them on different places, tell them what they had to do. Um, but okay, that's where I got. That's where I got lost. I was like, so they got them together, and then all of a sudden, they didn't really have a plan for them until the enchantress did her thing. So that's what I was like. Okay, go ahead and send them in. I'm like, is that what you send them in for? For that? 
Um, but yeah, they're supposed to rescue um, her, Amanda, and them, but couldn't they just have left? Like, what was stopping them from leaving? Like, they didn't really talk about that. They just said, gotta come rescue us. I'm like... Right. But why they rescue... Like, y'all could have just walked out. Like, y'all could have just <coughs> left. Because if you thought about it, they were flying out. There was nobody keeping them in prison. No, there was those things out there. Okay, I'm wrong. There was those things out there. They had to come and get them from those things. But couldn't they still, like, get on the roof and flew off, though? I don't know. I feel like I don't. I, I'm, I'm not making sense, people, because this movie is making sense. Because I still don't <laughs> understand. I just couldn't put it all together. It was like a lot of puzzle pieces that were missing, or puzzle pieces from different puzzles. Right. That have yet probably like yet to be revealed. But if <laughs> it just yeah, it's a little hodgepodge of a mess. Um, so, what did you think of uh, Colonel Rick Flag? Um. He's now he's he's he is a Suicide Squad member. Like he is, yes, one of the sole members, and I get that too. Um, I didn't know what to think of him because it, the Enchantress was his, his only reason, and it made him come off weak because he was like, "Oh, well, I fell in love with her, so that's why I'm doing all this wrong." <laughs> I'm like, doing all this wrong because of her, and uh, yeah, um, and I and I would have liked if they would have talked about his past because he's it could have been a group called Suicide Squad in the past, uh-huh. and he's just and he and he would have been doing what their version of Suicide Squad is. And Amanda could have said, well, guess what? We're going to remix what this is, and you will be in charge of my new group. Right. Like, so I would have liked it if they would have said something like, oh, he's been a member of this squad, but um, it would have been better if now, since, you know, he's proven himself, it would be better if he would have been a leader of this group now. And and, and I would be like, okay, so he's he's been in it because his father was in it. You know, in the original or one of the old ones back in the, in, I think, World War II or whatever. So I would have understood that. But it felt like he was kind of thrown in there. I felt like he was a little weak because he was all about the Enchantress. And the funny thing about him is I don't think he even had a relationship with her at all when it comes to the comic. I don't... I, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure. I know um, in... Because I, I hadn't read the comics, but in the uh, cartoon, the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, they did do a uh, episode. It was called Task Force X. Uh, it wasn't called Suicide Squad because they didn't want to use suicide in a kid's cartoon. Um, but in this episode, Colonel Rick Flagg was in it, Captain Boomerang, uh, Deadshot, The Clock King, and Plastique were all members. Mm-hmm. Um as far as Colonel uh, Flag in the movie, I think he was maybe miscast. Like this guy, uh, Joel Kinnaman, mm-hmm. that uh, played him, I think he was a little bit too scrawny to play Colonel. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted, I kind of imagine Rick Flag to be this huge military take no prisoners badass and he was kind of i don't know all swept up in enchantress and i'm like okay so we have we always got to have a love story and some of this bullshit and i'm like that's another thing that's been done to death it's i think somebody else could have played him yeah somebody else could because yeah as you you were saying he's a bigger guy but I, I want to be a little bit more war torn. Like I want to be like I've been, like I've I've been in three generations of you know three generations of, of Suicide Squad has been in my family, and la la la. Just something like that a little bit more with him. I feel like he was almost rookieish. Um, he was kind of cute. Like I, I understand he was kind of cute too. Do kind of a little bit, but not, okay. yeah, but not enough to be like caping for him. So I. I uh, you know, no, I, I wasn't really feeling him. I feel like he was just there. I, I think he was trying to be there for the moral conscience of the team, maybe. 
Uh-huh. Um, but I still didn't really feel that either. I just felt like he was probably misplaced, and I would have wanted somebody with a, a a little bit darker past too to be with this group. Um, yeah. And as the members that you mentioned, I almost would have wanted these members in it. You know, like so, right versus the ones we got. So I think we put some. How like we was put in there for you know eye candy and attention. Joker was brought in for attention. We could have used plastic. We could have used. Um, Captain Boomerang was always a member, and that's another thing too. Captain Boomerang to me was, I didn't really feel that we got Captain Boomerang. We just got some cute guy with who threw something every once in a while, but I didn't really get Captain Boomerang from this character. Um, yeah, I honestly forgot that he was in the movie so, uh, most of the time. I was like, oh, who is he again? I had to like really like remind myself that. Yeah. There was a Captain Boomerang in there. I, th- I just thought it was like some random white guy that wandered on the set, and I was like, "Okay, we'll just go with it." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, that was another thing. Too. I was like, "Okay, here we go." Um, with these randoms, like, and I just didn't feel anything for them. Like I said, I felt something for Diablo. I felt something a little bit for the Enchantress. Um, a little bit for Will. A lot more for Amanda, but that... Mm. Now, what about Killer Croc? What did you think of him? I, I thought that it, it did make sense for Killer Croc, because I think Killer Croc has been a member of Suicide Squad, I think. Um, he he was fine, but I also felt like they could have been played by anyone. Um, we really didn't get that much from him. He was kind of their, um, their muscle. Yeah. But you know, and that's about it. Um, didn't but I, I I thought he fit in, but we kind of we could have got a little bit more. We could have got a little yeah, bit more. yeah. I I agree. Um, I wanted to see a more and more of his backstory. Just not that he was just in the sewers, like he was already in jail. Yeah. Before we got more information and. uh the actor's name, I know uh, it's uh, Adwele Ajbi. I, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm pronouncing that wrong. He's He played uh, Adebisi in Oz. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I wanted to see a little bit more and him. And I wanted to see him a little bit bigger, you know, yeah. as far as uh, physically. Because I'm always, Killer Croc to me is like this huge like eight feet tall kind of tower of muscle and scary but he was kind of maybe six feet tall yeah he wasn't really big at all yeah he was just eh. but oh well yeah maybe maybe next time (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think with this film it was just so much that was happening. It was hard for me to enjoy it. And I didn't, and I'll be honest, I did not read all the reviews. I got to see it um, Thursday. So I didn't read all, I didn't, I tried to, I saw that it was horrible from all the reviews. But I did not read the reviews. I didn't want to know what was coming. Um, and when I saw it, I, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm, this doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Um, how are y'all going to be heroes? When I, I I still don't understand it, and then the way the movie ended, the way the movie ended was kind of like, is that how we're gonna end this movie? Like, oh, I'm coming to get you, Harley, and that's how we end. I'm like, mm-hmm. now did you see the uh, the ending credit scene? I did, and even that kind of came off a little special. Now I had a uh, so. When Amanda passes Bruce the file, and he looks through it, you saw there was Aquaman, you saw there was Flash, but didn't you, did you notice that there was also the file on Enchantress in that? So it led me to believe that Enchantress was probably supposed to be a good guy, but it was, um, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but it was kind of interesting that her file was in the file along with the heroes, the couple of other heroes. Yeah. Um, 
I now people were saying that this movie was like worse than Green Lantern and Catwoman. I was like, okay, now y'all are pushing it with that. <laughs> now, sure, the movie had problems, but it wasn't that damn bad. Yeah, I think it was. If I had to grade this movie, I would give it maybe six and a half out of ten. Yeah, um, it was just. It was an enjoyable summer movie. The plot holes were rampant, um, but it was okay. Um, <laughs> I give. I don't know what to give this movie. I, 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 I it was not horrible. It was not awful. Um, it wasn't as bad as Steel. But to me, it was in the same line as Catwoman. And some people can disagree. Because um, there was parts of Catwoman I liked, but it was still in that same range of Catwoman for me. Uh-huh. Um, just the way the villains were, just the way the story just didn't go here and there. Um, the way the music was done, because the music in Catwoman was, was just as obnoxious and crazy. So I just felt like, okay... Um, it's in the same world as Catwoman. It is not. It is the. It is the, not the worst of the DC universe, but it. They have three movies right now, so they will be, number three. Maybe. Right. I don't even know. Now this is the third movie, so this will be. Number two. I don't even know. That's sad. I couldn't... They're all interchangeable for me at, at some different points. Uh, I just... I'm still just confused with why <laughs> they let this movie... What, what I almost want to know what was the first cut. Because remember, they had the movie done. had to go back and do reshoots. Right. What was the first cut? <laughs> what was that? That made me really want to know. Because I don't... I just... Uh, yeah, well, see, they'll probably, oh, maybe they'll put some of those uh, original cuts in the extended DVD version that's, I know, going to come out. Not that I'm going to buy it, no. but, you know, maybe that will shed some more light. But, uh, yeah, it was, as far as DC's movies, they're going to have to get it together. Um, I, I'm hoping that uh, Wonder Woman, when it comes out, she saves everybody yet writes what's been wrong but she's got a lot of work to do and i hope her her shoulders are ready because she's got she's got the weight of dc on her she does and that's not a good thing <laughs> um just because that's a because we're going in with the worst of expectations now nobody's going in with the best of expectations. Um, right. We're all going in just with with the worst of expectations. And what I would have wanted DC to do with this movie was, again, they probably could have maybe gave us a secret history of the Suicide Squad and what they were in the past. And how Amanda wants to change that because she feels that we need a team just in case if justice is not going to be enough. Uh, something where she would explain that more and why she picks these certain villains um, to do it because we haven't really had a... The threat of the world has happened because of villains, not because of Superman. So why right. would you create a team <laughs> to go after that? Now, after now what if we get another Zod? Like, that's funny, they never mentioned Zod. They never mentioned Zod. They was like, well, we could have like they could have said, well, what if we get another Zod or another Lex, or even or even Superman? What do we do then? We will a team of heroes do the right thing, or do we need to get ones that would get dirty? I wish that was kind of the explanation we would have got of why we have this squad. I also wish that they would have beefed up the female characters to be more independent and more in control of their agency than what we got because we didn't really get that. I wish they would have honored the years and years, the decades of character in Katana. I think that was disrespected. Um, 
that would be nice if they would have done better with the women, them, you know, in some form or fashion. And I also wish that they would have been mindful of the minorities because again, when you're sacrificing and killing the minorities in order to move the story, I have to side eyed you for life because I'm like, you didn't have to kill um, Slipshot, you didn't have to kill um, Diablo, and again, he could be alive, whatever. But I wish they would have kind of, you know, gave them a little bit more roles and actually gave us a different type of story altogether. It didn't need to be about the Enchantress going rogue. It could have been a legit team of people or or a legit team of, you know, metahumans, you know, banking on the fact that, oh, we're going to take over the world. And they wanted to get rid of them right away. Um, but they would have brought attention to the Justice League that, oh, well, something just happened here. We need to figure out what happened and who are these folks because again we have these villains and we don't really know anything about the heroes if that makes any sense right yeah I, maybe and we're just i guess we're just speculating right now uh when justice league and the uh, subsequent movies of wonder woman and aquaman and flash come out that they'll reference suicide squad or batman versus superman and you know expand on the universe because right now it's they need some kind of clarity because it's all over the place yeah and i, I saw that uh zach snyder had a, a hand in yeah, I, I saw think that he, directed, he directed a scene or something <laughs> i'm like just <laughs> let that man somebody put an embargo that Zack should not touch any kind of DC because I've heard some crazy ass shit that he wanted to do. I've heard that he wanted to do like a a rape scene and the Batman versus Superman. Uh, I was like, this man is crazy. He is off some kind of meds. Yeah. And he wanted to allude to the fact that there was a relationship between the Joker and Batman. I'm like, girl, if you don't stop. This is why they really need to reevaluate. And this movie's gonna make money. It's gonna make money. It's, it's, it's making money. It's not. It's not like breaking, you know, ceilings. But it's making good money. I really want them to kind of sit down and go, okay, our next film is Wonder Woman. Let's do all we can to get this together. But everything else after that, we need to make sure that it is ready to go. Y'all y'all better get it together for Aquaman because my boo is not going to be looking like a damn idiot right, on the, on the screen. Because if, <laughs> if he does, somebody's going to show up at your studios ready to rumble. That's all I'm right. saying. Don't do my boo wrong. You already on that. You can't us. catch these hands. They ready to go, I'm telling you. So anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> you got some time to get it together because DC. I am sorry, but I'm putting you. I was gonna put you on a 30 day action plan. I'm putting you on a 60 day action plan because I really need for y'all to sit down and figure out what y'all going to do. We're gonna have to get this stuff together. You need to make sure that your movie is on point. Make sure that y'all get rid of these tropes. Make sure that your characters are really playing characters. Make sure that you are honoring the women. And and minorities in the roles y'all need to get these are things y'all need to do and i'm not saying that marvel does the best job just look at uh the ancient one and dr strange i mean yeah i mean y'all y'all got a mess too but i'm just saying but they but they know how to get a story done they know how to have multiple characters to tell a story they know how to fill in most of their plot holes so you know i don't know if y'all need to have a counseling or y'all need to like go on a retreat <laughs> or sit down and read the comic books. How about that? But we can't have another mess like this. I'm sorry. If a lot of us are confused about how this movie's supposed to be, now some people said this is a popcorn movie, and I'm like, you know, it was. Because yeah. what else are you gonna do? Is just sit there and eat? <laughs> because you're sitting there like, well, damn. Well, something's gonna happen. But let me finish this popcorn because I don't pay eight dollars for it. It's yeah. So it's like y'all got to do a little bit better. Get better. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. I, it's just because Marvel is coming with the heat. Yeah. Uh, even though Doctor Strange, I might might be like a little stumbling block. Mm -hmm. It's still gonna be better than what DC has gotten has pulled out. Uh, we got Guardians of the Galaxy two coming. Yeah. Black Panther, which is gonna be killer. Yeah. So DC needs to get it together. It's just. 
we don't we're being critical of it because we like the characters so damn much Mm -hmm. it's and they just got to do better they just got to do better they do and and you know we're not we're not saying it because we hate it i mean i i want dc to to flourish i want these movies to be good i am a fan i've been a fan since i was you know eight years old i've been with this stuff over 30 years so i want I want a good I want good stuff and Wonder Woman makes me nervous because that's one of my favorite characters ever and uh-huh. I really don't want this to go along the wayside of the rest of the stuff now maybe it won't because it is Patty Jenkins it is a woman it is somebody who with, with real creditation when it comes to directing versus oh I did a video or I just knew somebody who knew somebody that gave me this job uh, I mean you know and I'll take that back because the people who were involved in Suicide Squad I think they the screenwriter or the scriptwriter whatever was did a Jungle Book, and and Jungle, which was really good. Yeah, and I think the director or the producer, uh, the guy's name, but he's done some 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 good stuff too. <laughs> I just want them to get it together because we just, you know, this is three strikes, kind of. To a lot of us, this is three strikes already. For some is two and a half, some is two. But you are but the thing is they're in the red already, you know what I'm saying? Like you're in the danger zone. So right. come on, y'all. And yeah, you know, Marvel had a, a decade to get it together. But y'all had a long time too. Y'all had enough time to plan all of this out. And it's just like together. And again, you know, DC folks, I'm not hate I'm not being a hater. I'm I'm being a lover of it all. I just want it to be better. That's all. Yeah, we just want it to be better. That's all. Now, this is going to be a side note, but did you see, uh, when you were watching the movie, the previews, did you see the preview for Magnificent Seven? No, they didn't have that on there. They had, we didn't get, we didn't get that. Okay, I have a serious issue with that. Uh-oh. Now, now it's a remake, and I don't like remakes anyway. But they had the assassin as an Asian character. Mm-hmm. They had the warrior as a Native American character. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all are doing so stereotypical of these roles. Like, why does the assassin have to be an Asian person? Mm-hmm. Why does the Native American have to be the warrior? And you know he's going to be in, oh, he's in touch with the earth. Or he says these things that the guys don't understand. And they're kind of going to probably make fun of him. And I'm like, okay, girl. Why do y'all do that? Why are y'all making this fucking movie? I don't care if Denzel Washington is in it or not. Why? Why are y'all doing all these damn remakes? This is the same when they're doing Ben Hur that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, Why? I don't know. But that's another. (laughs) That's another uh, episode. There's another episode. So that's that's how we felt about Suicide Squad. I mean, there was some pieces we enjoyed, but there was a good chunk that just. It just did not come together. It just did not come together. Yeah. Next time. Better luck next time. But this been this has been I feel like we said this before. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we said this before and we still say it again. Now I know some of y'all did like it. Some people said that you enjoyed it. Um and you know that's that's fair. We all have different tastes and everything else, but um, you know, for some for me, I like to sit down. I like to I like to just go through the movie and like I see it versus like wait but did this and wait wait and what what and what like I, I don't want to do that because my face the entire time was just like what and the person sitting next to me was like what like he even said that like he's like what so you know it, it, it it's very telling and yeah so that that's our review <laughs> of this yeah. movie um I think we'll we'll be reviewing more movies as always especially when it comes oh, to yeah. our geeky comic book movies or even some of our geeky stuff like you know i think the um the fabulous beast that's not the name of <laughs> fantastic beast <laughs> and where to find them that might be that might be a good movie to look at you know if you're a harry potter yeah. person um but yeah call us the gay uh cisco and ebert yeah that's what, that's what we are <laughs> at this point because oh lord dc come on we're praying for you yeah, just put them on the prayer list. On the prayer list, you're on a sick and shut in too. So we we got you there. <laughs> but that's it. Anything else you want to say, Nick? Before we head out? 
Yeah, just find us on Twitter uh, at Megashane and Megashane Pod. I'm at uh, into my personal account is Porter Pizzazz and Victor's at uh, Wonder Man Five. Yep. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll be around. Uh, uh, go to our website themegashane.com to find some interesting articles. Uh, if you want to contribute as far as writing. Uh, anything maybe be a a special uh host uh for an episode just send us some a dm and we'll go from there uh coming on the august the 25th we're going to join up with black girl nerds to Mm -hmm. do a live tweet of uh rupaul's drag race all stars 2 uh use the hashtag drag y'all um we're pretty excited about that. I yeah. think it'll be a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of kicking. So, yeah, we are coming up and doing good things and all that good stuff. So do pay attention to us because we are out here. So with that being said, we are done. We'll see you all soon. Take care, y'all. Yes. And again, if you see this movie, let us know what you think, too. You know, just share with us how you feel because we already showed with y'all. <laughs> All right, so goodbye, everybody. Bye.